Tom Bernard Show with Todd Glass, Mike Adlovich, Andy Brant Bernard, Cassie Schrader. Oh, My mic's not on. Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Todd Glass, our very special guest in studio, Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake, and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company, and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. to talk about a number of different things. I just, actually, I got here about a half hour late today because I had to go from Minneapolis to a St. Paul suburb, back to a Minneapolis suburb, downtown Minneapolis. The traffic is hideous. It's just, every road downtown is under construction. That's why I'm glad, are we on the air? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm glad that I don't have to drive anywhere because in LA, I can usually get around it. Like, I'll go, well, I have to be in Orange County at 7, I'll just leave literally at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, get up there. What can I do from the green room at the comedy club? I'm not sitting in traffic if I don't no, have to. I, if I don't have no, to. You're absolutely right. Andy uh, is my son. I know. Son, Catherine, uh, my wife usually comes in, but she's, I don't know what then. She's doing, oh, we moved from another studio to this one. And she left all of her stuff at the old studio, so she's got to get out. Got to get right. it out today. But you had the studio, a big studio at your house. Do I remember that correctly? Yeah, at the very yeah. beginning. Yeah, the first like, I maybe not even a year. That was nice. That was wonderful. Yeah. Do you oh, still have it there? No. The studio. That was no. just yeah. in the. Um, That's a movie theater. Yeah. Oh really? That yeah, that was a room. real nice studio. That was, was like you yeah. went downstairs, and then it was like wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was, was really nice. cool. You, do you know Joey Coco Diaz? Of course. <laughs> Joey walked in there. Because it was at my house. He walks in, he goes, he goes, looks around, he goes, What are you, a drug dealer? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, well, you had, the green, you had the really nice, like with the sofas and the green room. And yeah. that, I remember back then because you had a circle driveway. And I was, didn't you have a circle driveway? Well, it's kind of windy. Right. Yeah, well, was, they, the, there was a, there's a circle outside their driveway. It's right. like you, there's a circle oh, yeah, yeah, and right, then they're right. driving. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Right. And That's I was right. always, when I was younger, I was always like obsessed with circle driveways. So but anyway, I don't have. You'd uh, like Florida. There's a lot of them. Yeah, out. they are. They yeah. have a lot of them there. Even uh, on the littlest property. Yeah, they it's squeeze weird. in a circle driveway. They do squeeze in a circle driveway. So <laughs> Makes people feel rich. Whether it's, uh, you know, Arge Barker's in town right now, Louis Anderson's in town. God, it's a lot other. of good. Where's Arge at? Arge is at uh, Acme. Wow. And then Louis, God, I can't get enough of him on that show. Louis, oh, isn't that unbelievable? It's playing so, his mother. It's so, you know what? Especially, I love, he's so good. I want that show. I don't. 
I don't think a show with just him and that character would be too much of a good thing. I think I would love no, it. I, I hope there's I a spinoff right. where it's him. Right. Oh, it's so great. We I just wouldn't be all surprised my... if they did do that. I know. That's what I heard. I heard that they might. It's just so great. It's so great, that character. I, I... And I love that he's had this, you know... This has come along later in life, the coolest mm-hmm. thing uh-huh. in the world. You know, he yep. yeah, he um, he was doing good stand-up comedy, Louis Anderson. When there, look, my perception is that when you go back in comedy, there's always great comedy. Yeah, the '60s there was brilliant comedy. The '70s there was brilliant comedy. And if you know what's going on, there's brilliant comedy right now. Right oh, now, God. probably more than oh, ever. Yeah. If you're out on the scene, knowing what's going on and knowing what's going on. In music or comedy does not mean, I love saying it this way because it's so specific, <laughs> that, goes, you, that you snicker <laughs> your nose up and take a look at a new scene. Like, yeah. I've seen comedians do that. Maybe they've been writing or they haven't been doing stand-up in 10 years and they want to go, what's going on at the M bar? What's going on at UCB? So they come in with their nose in the air. No, no, that's not how you learn what's yeah. going on. You have to immerse yourself in that scene. You have to go, go see 50 shows. Before you understand where comedy's at or yeah, music's at, yeah. you can't just stick your. Oh, is this what they do today? So, with that said, <laughs> even thinking comedy's at a great place right now, there was a period in the '80s where I thought it was the most vanilla it's ever been. And even then, Louis was doing this great comedy, talking about his family and cool yeah, things that, yeah. that that he cared about. And the story I heard, you could ask him if this is true, I don't know, that the way he did his first special, what an inventive way. He went to local access in Minnesota. Uh, I guess he's here from here, right? Yeah, yeah. And they don't do a lot of great stuff, you know, I don't know now or back then. A lot of times right. all that production is wasted. Uh, so he said, if you shoot my special, you can air it here all you want. I can take it and then go sell it. So they did, and then I think he took it and sold it to Showtime. But yeah, he got local yeah. access to produce it and shoot it. You know, it was more expensive to shoot stuff back then. I know what a brilliant way. So he's great. I just wanted to tell Andy that even though you've been in studio before, and Andy was there, uh, you're basically looking at the funniest man on earth. Well, thank you. It's I you look and that, nothing I'm taking nothing away from Louis Anderson or Paul Mercurio another friend Nick DePaulo is a very good friend of mine hilarious How do you like me and when and then by the way off stage it's Nicest so weird you have to do this well he yeah. says what he believes Nick doesn't do anything different than what I do he says that's, what he believes that's very true. I get it he just says what he believes we're all saying what we believe I think that's the biggest mistake both sides make when somebody I agree. when the, somebody yeah. on the other side does something they don't like or bans a place or boycotts a place we go they shouldn't do that when we don't agree with what they're boycotting everybody's doing the same thing me and everybody I disagree with we're just saying what we truly believe from our heart is right history will decide whether we were right or wrong. History. So with that said, politically and socially, I disagree with almost everything that Nick DiPaola says. I understand. But as a person, this happens in comedy and maybe in friendships, I love him. Yeah. I love him. Like, I have, I just, over the years, have all, but... Socially, so how do you like socially? Do you, you I don't know, you, I don't, where do you stand? Because you probably, I'm a center, pretty much a centrist. You're pretty, well, I, it's probably, a, I, well, here's the deal to explain, and a lot of people in Minnesota still don't understand this whole situation, but I, I, I just think on both sides, whether it's Fox News or it's CNN, they invent news and make it worse than it really is. They both do that, which drives me insane. Um, I was the very first public figure in the United States to come out and support a gay marriage. Never got any credit for it. There are people who think I'm a homophobe because I treat everybody the same. I don't understand why people now think that because of, of orientation or because of skin color or because of gender, I need to treat you differently. I you mean, know what? To have an honest conversation with you about this, you need to ask specifics because no, no, you're right. You're a right. lot of times when people, people, I, I said this a long time ago. The people that know, I don't think I'm going to get this whole thought out, but I'm going to go it in two parts. <laughs> I don't think we should use the word homophobic anymore or trans or yeah. or or, uh, or uh, uh, Islamophobic or sexist because. Most people, and I don't say this in a flippant way, they think they don't know what that means, and it falls on deaf ears. Now, I could argue for eight years, well, they should know what it means. Go, No, no, they don't know what it is. And if it's your job trying to educate or teach somebody, you have to go, okay, it falls on deaf ears. Call it the specific behavior. And I'll go long, but then I'll shut up and listen. In other words, instead of saying somebody's sexist, 
a friend of mine said it casually the better way. He, because if you say, oh, you're being sexist to someone, it falls on deaf ears. They're like, they don't know what specific thing they said. They don't know what sexist means. But if you said, wow, you have an old-fashioned view of the relationship between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Even if they disagree with you, they know what you're saying. Yep. Even though mm-hmm. sex, if they said, if you did say you're being sexist, that means you have an old, but, but say it cleanly. But the reason I think that most people don't know what homophobic means or sexist means is because they, you can tell the people that know, let's just use sexism or homophobic. You know that I know the people that know what it means truly because they don't mind calling themselves that. In other words, to have a sexist thought, you know the people that will go, oh, wow, I just caught myself. That was a little sexist. It doesn't mean you're a horrible person and every, so you have, you had a, so, so I think people think that if they'll say this, hey, my president of my company, president of my company, I just moved up as a black guy. So how could I be racist? You don't know what a racist is. Right. My, my, I, son, that's very- my son is gay and his friend, his best friend is gay and they went on a trip with us this summer. Not, you don't know what homophobic <laughs> means. You don't know what homophobic means. You, you don't I know. The, the, so, so, so I think the people that know what it means go, it doesn't mean your whole body of who you are has to be sexist. But there's no crime in, in one isolated situation. The, when I realized it, when I go, wow, I just called myself it because I know what the term means. I'm not bastardizing myself. Mm-hmm. Is when there was a thing on television and the governor was coming. And me and my friend are watching the governor and we're like, oh my God, like, look at this guy's like a schlep. He comes into this thing. It was on television for this whatever the show was, and his wife was like, she looked like she was dressed really nice and came in like somebody, And but the, but the governor looked like a schlep. It was the woman that was the governor. So oh, we're like, yeah. so we go, not a big deal. I just yeah. went, well, that was a little sexist of me. Not not the end of the world. No. So, so I think that's the problem. But I could go, everyone educate yourself, learn what it means, or I think it's better we stop using those words. Call it on the behavior. If it's someone that doesn't believe in gay marriage, instead of saying you're homophobic, because they don't know where to argue back on that, just say, and they think, oh, if he knew I wasn't homophobic, just go, you don't believe in gay marriage. I go, it's simple to go, wow, I just, I guess where we have a disagreement here is, I think you're confused on the rights we have until we kill somebody or lose right. our rights or go to jail. Right. Um, I think you're confused on everybody's rights. That they, <laughs> they can go, that's a thing to grab onto and have a conversation. Well, technically, you made a correct assumption based on wrong information because a female governor is a governess. So. Wow. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Wow. But, they, but, should have, they should have said the governess is here. But let me ask you this. Is that like actor where it used to be actor and actress? actress yeah. Now it's just governor. Yeah. It basically, yeah. yeah. I don't think true. people, yeah. Gender I, yeah. neutral. Yeah. yeah I, don't, neutral. I really don't say actress. I call everyone an actor. Yeah, because there because there was just a term given. Yeah, that that's why I always say that like you know people get into it. People don't like change. I get it, but they get into a tizzy, and I like I always. Picture the obligatory slap in the face. Calm down. And they're like, oh, you don't know what to call him anymore. What are you going to do? You're, gonna, you're, 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 you're not going to be able to say mailman. You're not going to be able to say mailman. You're not going to be able to say mailman. What, 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 what are you going to say, male woman? Are you going to say male woman? And you go, male carrier. Now, can you shut the that fuck up? She, she's a great editor. Thank um, you. This, this is also that's it. That's just in a panic over nothing. No, what's the only reason they say that is by this is on radio stations around the state. So that's why they so curse. We, we have to edit. Oh, yeah, okay. well, we can, well, we, can we can swear now because it's fun. digital, but later. <laughs> you don't. You didn't hear it. I did. I said. Oh, that you did hear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it out because I went not to say it, and I could tell you said, you know, it's okay. Because <laughs> he looked at me like God. You just said an f bomb, but I don't have to. A great example of of what you just did is why. I can think you and Nick DiPaolo are phenomenal because you both will will say what you believe. You don't try to, oh, I'm going to bend this and I'm going to try to please the audience. You don't do that. And Nick DiPaolo doesn't do it either. It's that passion that you have, you both have. You don't agree with one another, probably about anything, but you're both passionate in your beliefs yeah. and you will take the chance to go out there and say, I'm going to say whatever I want and you don't like it too bad. Yeah. But I do think, to be honest with you, so I don't come off flippant and act like I'm not a flippant way, I do think, I, when I say he's doing what I'm doing, it's so I don't make the mistake. Look, I do think history will decide who was passionate and yelling yeah. about the yeah. right thing. Yeah, I understand. That, 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 yeah, if you, if, if, if the best thing you can do to someone before you get into a discussion with them to find out if you just like the sound of your own voice yeah. is to say, do you think history 
writes it right. And if they say no, you don't want to get into a discussion with them. Because, <laughs> yeah. But you look at the history of things and the way they're, that by that time you have time, you have, you know, and you can look at it like, oh, anybody who was angry about whatever, you can look at it and the history will write it right. So I do think, I, I, I do think history will write, I don't want to use Nick as an example because I don't have a specific thing no, he was I, just talking about. But overwhelmingly, here's the way I look at it. This maybe leads into not using the word uh, any any words that are too that encompass too many it's like this homophobic means A, B, C, D, right. E go to the one that is in that category I get it, each word encompasses 30 behaviors just go to the specific behavior so what I like to do instead of saying you're being closed minded or you're being go, because mm -hmm. really what it comes down to, there's a crossroads every time there's a crossroads, some people base this includes transgender bathroom, women voting, black people swimming in a white in a pool that's supposedly white and they're pouring Clorox around them. Right. And people go, well, I wouldn't pour Clorox around them, but I don't think black people should marry white people. History writes it, you're all the same. You thought that guy pouring Clorox in the pool, that I'm not that. But then right. you but but right. I but hey, I do think that black people shouldn't marry white people, but I'm not that. I'm not that. When history writes it, yeah, pouring the Clorox is worse, but just also looking back, you didn't think white people should marry black people. You shouldn't put yourself that big on a pedestal. And that's what I think in the current is hard to see. So No question. That's and and, and um I had a point and I forgot what it was about. Oh, so instead of using a word uh, what you know, you're being this or you're being uh you're being ignorant or you're being just say, you know, keep it a little cleaner and what I like to say is there's always a crossroads in life. This is every issue like we just mentioned. And it's some most people, there's two groups. And some people say, just leave it the way it is or go back. Mm -hmm. You know, just whatever it is. And can't we leave it alone? Or do we have to learn about this group of people? So there's always a group that says leave it alone. And there's always a group that is okay with the change. And I think the leave it alone people don't, it doesn't age well. It doesn't age well. You know, the same thing about gay marriage. You know, transgender issues are going to look exactly like gay marriage. Yeah. And I think the problem with giving people examples is, I know I'm supposed to be funny here today, but we'll get funny, <laughs> is that you can't give people examples because you try to give them an example of in the past of what their behavior looks like. Mm -hmm. But whatever example you give them, they don't like because they go, oh, don't compare it to that. I know you don't think that's a fair comparison, but it is a fair comparison. Does that make sense what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. So I can never give examples. If people want to know what it looks like in 2018 to use the to, to say the word retarded as an adjective, and I try right. to go, right. that's like in 1960 or 1970, they, they don't like the example because they go, oh, what I'm doing isn't as egregious as that. I know because it's 2018, but I'm telling you in 2040, when we go back and hear radio shows and podcasts on people defending the word retarded, Retarded is an adjective. Instead of saying clumsy, it's not going to age well. It's not going to age well. We will take a break. Be right back. I have a question for you. Uh, when we return, just a couple of minutes. I just pooped in my pants. That's all right. We'll go to break. <laughs> my granddaughter does it all the time. <laughs> we'll be back uh, in a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard Show. This is Tom for Flow. For the past 35 years, Flow's passion to invent a better way has created some of the finest recreational products available. Flow's Cargo Max trailer line is a perfect example of their innovation. This trailer is redefining the utility trailer industry. They start with a strong aluminum frame and then add a thermoform polymer bed. It gives you a nearly indestructible one-piece trailer body. And since it's molded, it adds style that the trailer industry has never seen. They even beat it with a large sledgehammer at 20 below zero to prove how tough it is. Best of all, you'll never worry about dents, rust, rot, or paint. Visit their website at floeintl.com to find your local dealer and to see videos of this unique trailer, including a video showing hockey star Ryan Suter shooting pucks at it, trying to break it. You'll quickly see how Flow has earned the reputation for quality products and offering you more for your money. Flow, a better way. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan, and now you can find out how to have success losing weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth, just like me, at their free informational dinner on Monday, July 23rd at 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Those unwanted pounds will melt away really fast. I've lost over 65 pounds at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth after being educated on clean eating, finding out what foods my body prefers, and I now know the foods that our weight gain triggers. 
As I've said over and over again, the Nutramost weight loss plan is so easy, and they guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Call now to register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on July 23rd. To register, call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Ooh, what, did, what is this, disco now? No, oh, this is Prince. It, oh, it is? Yeah. Yeah, it's controversy. Go. Oh, it's yeah. controversy. This is such a good song. Let's call Nick. Okay. I love picking songs to play. Yeah. Well, you, we, you can pick it for the rest of this hour. Whatever you want to hear, we can, we can get that done. Um, here's the deal. You had a thought. When I, we I love your your passion about things. I really do. I it, Here... I'll get to this my point second because it might take a while to to kind of flush through it. Um, was that a knock at the door or was that? I don't think so. I don't see anybody out there. Did you just put down a glass? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, way to go, Mike. <laughs> Thanks, make wait, it noise. Nothing but make it noise. Uh, yeah, you know no, the people I love. You know I don't mind you, but the Jews. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, what? <laughs> Did you meet with your uh, lawyer this morning? Yes. Or accountant or whatever. I want to know are your thought. Jewish? Speaking of Jews. Yes. <laughs> I want to know your thought. I want to hear the other one, too. You were going to say. Um, I, here's the deal. Uh, no, I guess I have to make my point first and then get to the story about my friend and my daughter's friends and all the rest of it. Um, I, my whole, I grew up in an inner city neighborhood with, the, you know, the only, we didn't have any Asians in the neighborhood. But that was it. We had Native Americans, black people, Jews, Catholic, a lot of Catholics, you know, that whole deal, Irish and Italian and the whole shooting match. So I went through my life thinking everybody was pretty much the same. I just did because were, we were all in school together. We went to each other's houses. We hung out and all the rest of it. So people that don't understand, everybody to me is the same, Right. You get all treated, everybody gets treated the same, unless you're a prick, then that's a whole different deal. Because I don't like that, you know, people being a jerk, I'm just going to sit by. I don't sit by and watch people be jerks to other people. I I just don't need that. So when when everybody goes, well, we have to accept, well, I accepted that like 60 years ago. Uh, And again, whether it's race or it's, uh, as a matter of fact, when I was a little kid, the guy who lived across the street, and I don't know if I can... Everybody in the neighborhood said, oh, him, yeah, your neighbor, he's a hermaphrodite. I'm like, what? I was, I was like five years old. I don't know. I still to yeah, this day don't like know what you the hell. Like a five-year-old has any idea what that means. What is a hermaphrodite somebody who's born with both sets of genitals or something? Yes. Because that's what I was told. I mean, like, technically speaking, there are no true human hermaphrodites in well, that's that what I both thought, systems yeah. work. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, superficially, then superficially, yeah. that that was the deal. So I was around all kinds of people my whole life, and I've never understood. Here's what I really don't understand: Why would anybody care if white and black people marry? Why would anybody care what your orientation is? Why, why would I possibly care about pe- what people do with their genitals? Well, it's interesting because people make the interracial marriage thing out to be. A white thing, but both races were actually, yeah. yeah. When that became a thing, both races were like, we don't want to marry yeah, each and then, other. And then, yeah. and then people do exactly what they do now. They want to give their resume. Sometimes I think the people that were forward thinking are more dangerous than the people that weren't. Because in the 60s, you were forward thinking. And you, 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 you know, your track record, you're being honest. You go, I was. And then you... As you get older, you, you, you're not okay with something new. You start giving your resume. You go, I did this. I was okay with this. I was okay with that, which sometimes, sometimes is more dangerous. Because, I could be, yeah. Because you're going, look how progressive I was. And, and you're telling the truth, not you, but you as the universe. No, right. But then you're going, you know, but this thing today, I can't be just, you, you want to prove I'm not just being an old grumpy person that doesn't want to change. That's why you give your pass to go, I was, you show right, an article, right. here's me, grandpa marched in this thing. Yeah. But you can't believe you would be there now on an issue. And all I can say for that, without getting the intricacies of any issue, and I wrote it down, even if it's the Redskins, 
I'll yeah, leave it yeah, the way yeah, it is. Yeah. What is something on this planet? Now, I'm not talking about an individual person that says, you you insulted my hat, because we always go to these hypotheticals. Yeah, oh, if we're yeah. okay with that soon, you're not going to be able to tell anyone you can't call people this, you'll have right, to call them. Right. But when is the last time when a movement, we're not talking about an isolated, yes, isolated people uh, 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 can, can yes, be, you, you relax, it's okay. People are not always right. right. But when it's a movement, what is one movement that's why I say I have some facts on my side, what I call them social stats. And I'm going to, I never really stop to ask the question. Anybody that disagrees with me, what is a group of people? Because that's really what it's always a group of people, they go, we want what everybody wants, or we'd rather not be yeah, called this. Yeah. Name one from 50 years ago that was a fight that turned into a movement that we look back on and go, not the ones you agreed with, because I'm sure there'd be ones you'd agree with. Oh my God, white people should be able to drink out of, uh, <laughs> uh, white and black people should drink out of the same fountain. Of course, you know that yeah. there's movements that got started, you agree with. Right. But what are some from 50 years ago where there was a cry to give this people what they wanted and they were wrong? My answer, I'll give it first and everyone go around. Never. I don't think they're never wrong. No, so what right. make if you answer that way, what makes you think it's probably not the same way today? And get no, out of your own way. Yeah, How about Redskins? How about the Redskins? Curious. Were you thinking that probably makes sense, or did you think, oh, my God, leave us so what? It's the Redskins. I, I, if I were Native American, I wouldn't like it. So I can only judge through, if I were that person, I would not care for it. Therefore, I don't care for it. Right, me neither. Why but, but, would you call your team the Redskins anyway? Well, what about this? What about instead of making fun of them, because I don't think they did it in a malicious way. It was a different time. They weren't thinking. Right. I think that's the problem. People think if I change, I have to admit I did wrong for a while. Now, look, if you, but I think a lot of people, just the Redskins or anything like that, it's the same thing. You know, my, you know a friend of mine said a while back, his, his mom was someone, and I think this says everything as far as you can't talk someone out of a thought if they weren't honest about their problem. It's like when you lie about why you want to get out of a relationship yeah. and it's not the real reason. No matter what that other person says, well, yeah. you weren't honest what bothered That's you about true. it, so whatever they say. So I think it's not as individual as we think. My friend's mom came home. She goes, now they're making vegan hamburgers, I learned at work, <laughs> and then they have beet juice in them so they seem like they're more real. That's absurd. And my friend goes, mom, why is that absurd? And he goes, well, I mean, beet juice with it. And he realized Gay marriage, recycling, burgers with beet juice that don't concern her. The only <laughs> thing that was, they're all things she wasn't used to. It's just yeah, that's different. Right. No, that's, it's, it's just different. different. Yep. Not because she studied yep. it and went, wow. It's just different. And I love saying it, beet juice and hamburgers. It's just weird. Same reason she probably doesn't okay with gay marriage. It's just different. Yeah. It's weird. There's no, so you can't argue them because they're not, they're too afraid to go, and I think it's like a Patton Oswalt joke. If you'll be honest, if you instead of saying, "Oh, I'm not okay with them taking a knee," that's not your problem. No, it's You're, not. if you were, no, if you not. thought, "No, there's a cause." Oh my God, there's a cause. If you believe that from your gut and your soul viscerally that there's a cause and there's a problem, but you're going, I just don't like the way they're going about it, your actions would show. But you're mm -hmm. too scared to go, no, I don't think there is a cause. So you make up a, a reason that you think will make you look human because you're too afraid to say, no, there isn't a cause. You're too afraid to go, why don't I like gay marriage? Instead of saying, it ruins the sanctity of marriage. You make up these reasons because you think it'll make you look like a monster if you go, it's gross, it weirds me out two guys kissing it yeah, weirds me yeah. out but that makes you look somewhat normal because you're you brought the truth to the table and then an on an honest conversation can begin but if you're just making up reasons because the true reason you're afraid it'll make me look bad and to me that beet juice it's anything different it's not what you've come to the table that's with true. that's true mm -hmm. back to the redskins for yeah, one oh, quick second good. one just one <laughs> second mike gelfand a brilliant guy used to be on my morning show but he, his father passed away and he inherited some dough and he decided i don't want to get up at four o'clock in the morning anymore a brilliant man mike Gelfand. he said the whole redskins issue doesn't you know i i'm not involved in that because i'm not native american and i also don't own an nfl team but i will tell you this and he is a very liberal man very liberal uh but he said i gotta be honest with you if there was a team called the Kansas City Jews, I'd go to every game. You know, that was his look at the deal. But it's different. It's not 
What okay. ends up it was the I'm Kansas gonna, City big noses. I'm going to say a word here that's <laughs> yeah. Well, it just means circle. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It what just means circle. Heat? Yeah. If it were the Kansas City Kikes, that would be a whole different deal. Because yeah. Redskins is kind of that. And by the way, yeah. there's there's my thing. You can't give a good example. So you you just compared it. Not anyone agrees with that comparison, which I do. It's close enough. You don't have to get no, into. No, it. I, yeah, no, no. I agree with you. Right. But you can't give that example. I'm I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying the reason it doesn't work is because they'll be like, oh, you can't compare the the Kansas City Kikes to the Redskins. Yeah, but like he he specifically gave, which is funny, but it, when it's not true because he gave an example of he used the what what did he say the Jews? Jew. Well, Jews well, is he not. Is a Jew. Yeah, well, but he didn't pick Kike. He didn't pick. No, he did not. He no, didn't pick right. big well, nose cheapskate. And by the way, I'm Jewish. So what does it mean? It means I'm saying this to make a point. By no means should you. But you, you notice he didn't pick that. He didn't pick. A, he didn't pick a characterization that is not positive. They're, they're about nothing to do. He just coincidentally. So he perpetuates this not in an evil way because he's probably a good, kind man. But if he was listening to this, no, bad comparison. Bad comparison. In Gal fans' defense, he probably was just making a joke. Oh, that's all he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, I, right. I should mention to people who never heard that word before. Kike is short for Keikel. It just means circle. Uh, oh, yeah. that to I'm going to have to have you make an executive decision here so I don't get blamed. Are we censoring that or not? I think you have to. Censoring what? Kike. Because yeah, there's a lot of it on there. Okay. I think you have to. <laughs> if that's okay. I, yeah. I understand why you want you to, to, but part of me also wants to just over-explain why we yeah. used it. Oh, because maybe. it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a word that that packs a lot of hate, and a, lot of, a lot of damage, and a lot of just, just hate. And we're trying to use it in a good way to show that wouldn't be okay. And by the way, well, I always in say, our case, it's not up to us; it's the FCC. Do you yeah, censor the yeah, N word if, if there's oh, like a yeah. black oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Okay. FCC has some words that yeah, you yeah, you probably, put it on the radio and yeah. you pay well, them a hundred thousand dollars. So is that true? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is true. Oh, yeah. I would, well, I would good. Censor it. There but, are some words like if you. If they get through too many times, they'll shut down your radio station. They will. That's yeah. how hardcore the FCC now. is about some things. That's how it's gotten now. Um, so the second part of my, my, my situation, uh, the quarterback on my football team when I was a kid, uh, well, not a guy. I suppose I was in my early 20s. So, yeah, still a kid. Yeah. Your brain doesn't fully form until you're 25 years old. So I can say that. I get a call from the quarterback in the team. He goes, I want to have lunch with you. I said, yeah, absolutely. We'll go to lunch. Sounds great. <laughs> Because I hadn't seen him in a while. Was so, that Goju Go? No, Goju Go is 55, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, the number 55 <laughs> in Japanese is Goju Go. Oh, really? So all, what school is that? Again, is, is it Rutgers? Something like that? Their favorite player was number 55, so it all stand for a chant, go you go go you go What? So oh, that's funny. I go to lunch, and he says, I'm going to show you a picture. I said, good, yeah. So he shows me a picture of this woman. I said, yeah, I don't know who that is, but, you know, mm. whatever, whatever yeah. works. Yeah, Andy knows about it. Uh, he said, I was told if I tell you who that is that you'd beat the hell out of me. I said, what? He said, yeah, if I told you who that is in that picture, that I that you'd beat me up. I'm like, well, I've known you my whole life. I love you. That's You're a you after you take Ambien. Surprise. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I dressed up. It was him. He, he now uh, had had full surgery. He's a woman now. He changed his name from Cliff to Lauren. Well, everybody knows. I talk about him all the time. Cliff well, he's, Cliff she's Cliff. been on the show. Like and she's been on the show. She did the ago? first transgender traffic report in the United States. It was wonderful on the morning show. <laughs> but our daughter has a couple of friends who are transgender. They've become women now. A couple? Um, I know of one. Oh, there's another one. Um See, and I just said there's another one. So that's the, that could be taken apart. Well, do I, I think usually it. when you're, that's why when I say, let's say someone to get upset that you just said it, which by the way, it, it doesn't happen. No. Most people that are, that whether you're, whatever it is you're going through, if you hear someone speaking about it, trying to speak honestly and openly, mm -hmm. if you make a mistake, they're not waiting, listening. They might, they might help you out and go, hey, by the way, I love yeah. that you were fighting for our rights the other day on the radio. But something you said was a little different. But people are always acting like they're, all those people are coming out with a vengeance. Like, you did, no, they're not. If no, you're, if you're not, trying to grow not. and you're trying to learn, there might be one person. But like I said, that's not a movement. So if there was one person that tweeted you, you yeah. morons, you talked about it this morning. You just, well, that's I get that not every a, day anyway. That's not a movement. <laughs> I'm talking about when there's a movement. And, yeah. and I think yeah. most of the time when there's a movement, they go, 
long as you're asking questions, if you make mistakes, no one's, you know, when I, when I got the, wor the word retarded out of my vocabulary about mm -hmm. 10 years ago, someone corrected me. It made sense. Oh, it, 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 it's almost, I'm not trying to give myself like I'm a superhero. It, they said, why not to use the word as an adjective? Or a and I was, it made sense. It took me about a year to get it out of my vocabulary. So I would slip sometimes. Nobody was waiting to attack me. No. You know what they thought if they heard you go, oh, that's retarded. I'm clumsy, clumsy. They thought, that's someone who's growing. So I think no, it's the same true. with every issue. Point. If you make, if you say it wrong, or you're trying in the attempt to say something right and defend a group, you use a wrong word, or you 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 grow and you keep growing. So I'm sorry. It's amazing. You don't even hear because there was a commercial I can't remember who it was for, but uh, they were talking about apples in their commercial, and they still run. But they used to say retard spoilage about apples, mm -hmm. and they don't use that anymore at all. Even though it means something completely. Yeah, because that's well, kind of a little much, I It think. is over the top, but but they just, again, you say what you want, and you'll defend what you say, and you're very passionate about it. So is Nick DiPaolo. They're completely different things. There are not many people like you. Any, uh, I, I'm, I'm, and maybe it's wrong, but I, I kind of include myself in that category, because there are people, uh, if I'm honest about something, that hate my guts. Oh, God, do they hate me. Because I'll just tell them, nah, that's ridiculous. That's a really stupid thing. You know, well, I told you this morning, the reason I, that I find you so damn funny is because, first of all, you're very passionate about what you say, and you do remind me of my brothers. Honest to God, at the house, we used to get in these arguments about this and the other thing. They would get every bit as animated as you, and that's what I like. We are here with Chris Lindahl. What's the latest? Chris Lindahl Real Estate, the real estate brokerage, is finally here. We've declared our innovation independence. Your innovation independence. You're you're dressed independently today. I will tell you that. That's you look good, man. You look great. Thank you. And we also have something super exciting for KQ listeners. We are going to give away a free listing side commission now through June 29th. How does that work? So, so we're going to sell someone's house for free. What? Yeah. That's yep. pretty good. Yeah, and it's just a way of saying thank you. And KQRS has been amazingly supportive to the Chris Lindahl brand and now to Chris Lindahl Real Estate. It's a way for us to say thank you. It's also not a bare bones offer. So everything that Chris Lindahl does to get you top dollar for your house, we're still going to do. And we're going to do it potentially for free for one listener. Now, how do people get that done? How, how, how do they qualify for the – was it a drawing or what is it? it yep. So it's, so it's a drawing. So you can go to chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K. And you can click on the free listing side commission giveaway tab to sign up. Or you can call 763-401-SOLD. That is a wonderful thing. And when, uh, when do they need to do this buy? So the deadline is June 29th. June 29th. And how do they do it? They go to chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K or call 763-401-SOLD. And I just want to say thank you so much for all of the support during our transition. We're super excited and we're bringing innovation to another level. It is a wonderful thing. Chris Lindahl. Thank you. You're a good man. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. I like a lot of animation. And yeah, I guess. Well, you know what it is? If I had to think of one reason, and again, like, it, I think the pro uh, look, you know, I, I'm just going to say it because I say it differently off the air. I've said it once or twice on, right. but never, never. The, the problem, the reason there is still a lot of racism in all, all those words we just said we weren't going to use yeah. is because if it's really minority, is it right? the minority's fault. In other words, if groups of people, like, it, to me it's surprising that there are gay racists. You might think, why is yeah, it just surprising suppose, yeah. that there are racists? Yeah. Or black homophobic people. Yeah. Or women that are whatever. You know, of course, women that are racist or women that are homophobic. Because the one lesson to be learned, and this is why I hope that I live the way I live. Hopefully it comes from my parents embedding a lot of good and values in me. Hopefully it comes from my heart. But maybe the extra is that I don't want to turn around and perpetuate what was done to me. You know, or, you know, well, I mean, I don't know if your listeners know, but, you know, that, that I came out of the, you know, I came out about five years ago. And it's been five I, years already. It's been Good five years. God. And I don't want to turn around and perpetuate that to another group. If there's one thing you should learn, it's that 
Yeah, that, that we're, we're all equal and we're all, and I don't think people knowingly turn it around, but there's gay people giving transgender people a hard time. Oh, yeah. Oh, so absolutely. the reason I want to yep. say it, and I'm going to say it in a very gruff way, F every minority, whether it's women, not the ones that don't do this, but the ones that do it, because if every minority would say, and I know they don't think they're doing it, but that doesn't matter whether you think you're doing it. You don't have to acknowledge it. I know part of me always wants to argue so someone will have to admit it, but if, if somebody, if you are this, you don't have to acknowledge it, you're doing it. I know people, I know women or gay people or black people don't think they're turning around. I know from their hearts they don't think they're turning around and giving another group a hard time. They think they're just saying, no, don't compare your plight to mine. So they don't think they're doing it, but they're doing it. But if every person, if every minority, women or black people, there's there's uh, there's uh, Muslims that are homophobic. There's oh, if yeah. every one of those groups would say, yeah. let's not perpetuate this in another group, they would be in charge and they'd be a workforce to drive positivity forward. So they're the problem. Leave white straight men alone that are confused. They, they're sort of a reason you can understand. You know, a white straight rich guy I always say, you know what I mean? Like someone who's now. I'm not saying they don't have their own problems. But when there's women that are racist or gay people that are homophobic, or then, then what do you want from the rest of the world? If you could get out of your own goddamn way and stop yeah. perpetuating hate on the next group, then you'd be a workforce. So you're your own problems. Go. And what I'm saying is I'm not saying that every there are gay people that are all racist. I'm not saying all black people are homophobic. But what I'm saying no. is if you want to end the problem, go after your own first. Because you can yell at your own in a different way than I can. I can yell at gay people a little different than I could yell at a black person or a little yeah, differently than absolutely. I could yell at a woman. But if you're a woman, go after a woman. If you're a woman and you know a woman that's homophobic, go, did you learn nothing? And, and you know what? I'm Jewish and I love saying it. What should have come out of the Holocaust is not to never do that to Jewish people alone. But it's funny. You would think that from the Holocaust you would say, you know what I noticed about the Jewish religion? They're so, they're, they're just so equal. Women and men. And, well, why do you think? And someone should go, I think it's pretty much because of the Holocaust. They learn we're all equal. Let's just, no. No, no, yeah. no, you go over there, women on this side, men on that side, and then they're trying to convince everybody why it's not sexist. No, it's not sexist, it's because the women are beautiful and the rabbi would get distracted. Well, tell them to tape his dick to his leg and let women sit where the F where they want. And that's the problem. So go after your own. If you're black and you know someone that's homophobic, ride them hard. Go, did you learn nothing? Did you learn nothing? To not like turn around and turn it to so go fuck yourself. If you if you're having a problem, go after your own. Everybody should go after their own group that's turning around and perpetuating hate to another group. That works for me. Andy, can you can you insert the break uh, five minutes ago, and so we can just continue, or do you want to do the break here? By the way, I'm funnier in my show. I love talking about serious I, issues. Where, where, where's your show? My show is. What do you think we should do? <laughs> yeah, let's talk. Let's change. I'll try. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter where I put it. It's Cassie's problem. Do you think you can cut it? Because I don't like want. That? I don't because... want to cut any of that. Obviously. Yeah. So we I... just insert it. We'll just continue for ten more minutes, and we'll be done. That'd okay. be all right. By the way, I'm at the yeah, royal. I'm at the Royal Comedy Theater. Yeah, we should probably mention that. I yeah, know. Can we mention nice. it up front? Oh, no, nice. it's all... I'm at the Royal home. Comedy Theater. And by the way, I'm going to be very honest. I always love talking about, like, issues. I grew up listening to the radio in the car. Yeah. It's always fun for me. My act, although I do talk about social issues, not not like this. No. So it's an opportunity. No. So if you come I to the show, uh, you know, hey, not that I should apologize for what I'm saying, because I'm not. But no. it's funny. I have a pretty... I'll talk about issue-oriented issue, issue -oriented stuff sometimes, but most of my act is pretty lighthearted and pretty silly. It's probably why I explode on shows like this. But um, I'm at the Royal Comedy Theater. It is a very small room. It holds, I think, we're putting around 70 people a show in there. We're doing seven, six or six shows or something. And um, it's great. It's just, uh, you walk in there, and it's just got this great vibe to it. And downstairs, I don't know why. Except for Mike. He's not Mike, really he could stay yeah. out of the way. He walks around in a bow tie and suspenders. <laughs> I try, I try not but to come. Uh, it's not only the club that's very romantic. It's a very sexy, sexy yeah, club. I have a yeah. five piece band playing as people it's are just phenomenal. being sat your band but the downstairs area where the green room is i don't know why whoever built it it's got a fireplace and it's all green not only is it the green room called the green room but he has it lit it's like a sea of green it's just a very tranquil happy place so after the shows you go down there with the comedians we stayed there last night till probably 12 30 at night just talking about one. comedy and giggling one o'clock in the morning we like got sandwiches probably closer to 1 30 
And just like seven, eight comedians downstairs, brick wall, fireplace, candles going. So the whole uh, five days that I'm spending here is pure joy for me. So I wanted to give the uh, Royal Comedy uh, Theater a, a nice shout out. Well, he's done a great job with it. So tonight at 8 o'clock, tomorrow night. is Sold at- out tonight. Sold out. Oh, it did uh, sell tomorrow out for tomorrow. tomorrow. It's very small. So we got a out. show on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. We, so, and you might add a second one Sunday, maybe. Yeah, I don't. Maybe I'm Todd's hoping we do. Mike doesn't want to. We're not going to add it. It's I want to add a show. Why I want to. He goes, I want to add a show. <laughs> I, uh, but this is what I'm talking about. Well, let me just say this, and I think people know this because I've been uh, interviewing comedians now for 48 years. I love talking to comedians because I mean, just go back all the way. It, Really good stuff. Getting people to laugh about serious problems, I think, is a great way to get at them. Mm-hmm. So let me just say, I, I've said this a billion times, and I said it this morning in the morning show, and I'll say it again. In my opinion, Todd Glass is the funniest guy on earth. So did we get serious today? Yeah, but th- I think it needs to happen. But go see him because he's, you are the funniest guy I've ever seen. Well, thank you. On stage sometimes, and I will steal a joke from my special, you manage to, because you don't want to be preachier than funny. Now, on this, you can do whatever you want. It's, yeah, a, right. it's, it's, it's podcast. It's radio. You do what you want. But on stage, I do agree, m- my opinion. I love, I heard that years ago, don't be preachier than funny. It doesn't mean you can't say something socially. Right. Make it funnier than preachy. Otherwise, you're not changing anybody's opinion. I make the mistake of being preachier than funny, but I'm always on it. No, I go, that joke's preachier than funny. I don't want just people that agree with me applauding. So you try to figure it out. You narrow it down. Like I had a joke in my act that came off preacher than funny, but I worked on it. And the joke was this. People that go, peanut allergies are fake. Because 50 years ago, I don't agree with that, they by the way. Peanut allergies are fake. It's funny they didn't have peanut allergies because they're looking at it topically. That's what I think happens in life a lot. Life's complex, and some people, I say it a little flippantly, hey, I'm going to look at the most complex thing in the world, I'm going to take a topical look at it, and guarantee me to have the wrong outcome. That's what happens. So in my act, I can clean it up and go, people go, oh, peanut allergies weren't around 50 years ago, they must be fake. You know, you're right, peanut allergies weren't around 50 years ago. They were called unexplained deaths. Yeah. And yeah, that's big, always it, been my assumption is that a, you didn't hear about them because they were dead. Yeah, we didn't have depression back in the day. Now I got all this depression. No, people drank themselves to death because yeah, they, they did, didn't, yeah. you know, yeah. we didn't have. So it's funny. I don't like titling people. You know, some people, you love to title people. You know, I don't, I like to keep that. I'm crazy. I love the word fluid. When it, I heard it 20, 10 years ago that I'm fluid. They didn't want to say gay. They didn't want to say it because fluid can go outside of gay or straight. Fluid can mean, mm-hmm. hey, would you date this girl or would you date this guy? Would you date a black person? Would you date a Jewish person? You can say the same thing. Oh, I'm fluid. My body tells me what mm-hmm. I like and I'll, I'll just go with whatever my body says. I'm fluid in that sense. I will just run like water and let my body. So I love that word. But um. Uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Do you think, yeah, I do agree with you. They were on the, but they died. But do you think genetically modified peanuts might be a part of the problem as well? You know, I, 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 with, look, I'm sure it could be, but 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 we food. did have peanut out. The problem is yeah, that we would did. only be interesting yes, if we did that research and we all thought hard, not topically, and went were there? No, there. Were, I remember situations where my brother had allergies, and man, they were testing him and testing him, and no one oh, did yeah. that back then. This was 30 years ago, but this was a doctor that really was finding that a, a food could. You know, it was probably longer. This is probably 40 years ago. And he was a very specific doctor that was finding out that certain foods. So if there was none of that, no, you might go. But like when people go, there, it's funny, there wasn't autism. Now, I'm not saying autism couldn't get worse because of things that are going on today. Mm-hmm. There was autism years ago. Uh, there, you know, they just didn't know what they didn't. What you mean before we recorded <laughs> documents of it? Like people, there wasn't mm-hmm. autism. Yes, there was. Right. Those kids were getting unnecessarily disciplined and, and disciplined in ways that wouldn't even work on them. Yeah, so, it's like saying there's no such thing as schizophrenia like you know 500 oh, years ago just, it's like i, I mean there was but they called it demons or yeah, whatever right exactly well, yeah exactly. they labeled autism a lot as just social behavior op- problems or, behavior or out of control yeah and and yeah. so schizophrenia I'm all right. they labeled them as preachers yeah uh, <laughs> doomsday prophets <laughs> well i gotta be honest with you when I, when I was 10 years old my father was institutionalized for schizophrenia and he came back for a couple of months and then he just went away I mean, it was. I understand schizophrenia really well, and therefore, I think if any, if your family is different in any way, 
usually people will take advantage of that and go, oh, your dad's kind of good. But nobody dared to say a word about my father, which I loved because I have four brothers. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Talk but, about our dad. <laughs> See how that works for you. So that's why, you know, I, I always just, you know, by the way, the Royal Comedy Theater. Royal that's Man. why, like, sometimes I think I'm not just giving my opinion here. I think that there's a little bit of facts behind my opinion. And I think I, that's and true. I, and and um, that's the difference. So there are people that, you know, disagree with me. But I think that what am I saying basically in my guts are, you know, just just don't perpetuate hate towards people if you know you didn't yes. like when it was done to you. I Everybody of, wants what they want. And they deserve it. How about that? Go through life it. like that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, one comparison, it struck me uh, after after you left the show today, what you do. We talked about you dressing up as a doctor or telling people where's the oh, best yeah. burger joint and that kind of stuff. <laughs> My brothers used to say, hey, you want a beer? I go, yeah, that sounds good. Well, then go get us one. I mean, it's the same situation. So my brother's sense of humor is very much like yours. Yeah, my, which, I grew up, my family, we, we, uh, I started doing, like, bits with my brothers when we were so young. We like, did, too. We do bits. Yeah. We used to do stuff from, like, shows, like SNL. We would go do those bits, like, at the baseball park. And people didn't even know the bits, so we, they thought we were just funny kids at the baseball park. Well, let me ask you a question about that, because... I've revealed to people that I said my father's schizophrenic and we never got along. And he told me when I was seven years old, he never liked me, but he's schizophrenic, right? The only time my father was ever nice to me is when I did stand up for him and made him laugh. When I was like eight, nine, ten years old. When you say you did stand up, you mean like just being funny around the. Yeah, I would, I would watch Ed Sullivan and what you do would be on the Ed Sullivan show and it'd be John Biner or somebody right. like that. Right, yeah, I know those names. So I go, I, I go, well, I could do that. Right, so that's what I did. I just kind of emu- I didn't right. use their jokes. I just kind of emulated what they did. I, I just, like I said, I, people did not used to interview comedians on the radio. They didn't do it, and I guess we were the first show that did it here, in this market. And I never understood. You- I think I know why. Well, we talked good. about it today. That look, you're 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 giving sometimes look, you know, if you have sponsors or comedians, you can't control as much as your own team. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of times, but I think if people see the positive side of it, yeah, once in a while you get a comedian on, hey, maybe it's me for certain people. I get it. It's a dud. Or maybe you get someone that says things that don't align with some of your views. Somebody drops a word that they you... don't care about but that. The, the stations don't? Because I always thought there's too none much control given up. When, what? <laughs> it's none of their business. But I've it, made it very clear to Cumulus and before that Citadel and before that ABC, Disney. It's none of your business what I say. Okay, I make you lots of money. Well, that's the point. You get to the point where you can say that, but yeah, early well, on, then early on, it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's funny. Like you know, they'll have comedians in certain markets, and they're gonna they're willing to come on. And uh, today, obviously, we slipped into a more serious conversation. That's but fine. sometimes it's not that. Sometimes I'm in a silly mood. I'm, I'm in a silly mood now, but I just love talking about that stuff. Exactly. But um, I think with comedians coming in, sometimes you're right because there's a lot of markets where they're just petrified to have the comedians in. In Philadelphia, there a lot of stations, but Preston and Steve are big big in that market right, they right. have comedians on all the time yeah, yeah, and it yeah. works for them people love listening to that show because they love listening to comedians be serious or be silly and i know i am a comedian but i love listening you know like like again even though i don't agree with a lot of stuff nick defala says yeah i do listen to his podcast because sure. um you know i just want to know what he's thinking i want to know what and he doesn't represent just himself he represents a ton of people do you have to go because i promise to get you out on time i do damn it Ugh, i know we can what Just time's Louie coming yeah. in? I don't know. Whenever you get, if, I mean, we could take a, a couple minute break here. What What do you need, Andy? About four minutes. Uh, sure. If you yeah, want to do one more segment, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't want to pressure you. No, you know it. what? Let's do one more segment. We'll talk. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it lighthearted. I like it. There there you go. Go. We'll be back with hour three. Tom Bernard Show.